When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 602 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined, as always, by two industry leaders, Stephen Kyle Brackey and Ben Funky Askren, two of my favorite Green Bay Packers fans. It was a tough one. I didn't want to bring it up. I did. It, well, just came, I, it just came up organically, Kyle. Yeah, really. So, organic. Christian, we actually had friends over, and I actually watched the first Packers game this season. And I forgot how it's been. It's been a while. I haven't watched football in a long time. I forgot how emotionally involved people get with the Green Bay Packers. Like these people were, they were depressed. My friends were depressed. I was. I I watched the game, and I I thought about our our friend Steve here the entire time. And it was uh, it is one of the most frustrating games if you were a Packers fan to, to watch because all these little things added up these little mistakes and some of the penalties are not penalties and then the penalty at the end it's like literally the worst way maybe to lose a game yeah oh, did, they cheat, did they cheat us or what no no I mean <laughs> we had every opportunity to win the game we didn't um just weird red zone stuff yeah it, that, listen I was fully mentally prepared. Uh, for Tom Brady to rip my heart out. He was. With some, like... He said as much before the game. With some, like, you know, last-minute heroic drive like he's done a million times. But that's not what happened. Um, He gave us every opportunity to win the game, especially in the second half, even though we tried to give it away even more um, with stuff. The first half ending, the fumble in the first possession of the second half, Devontae Adams dropping a touchdown pass. Um... What about them not going for it on fourth down? That was stupid. That was insane. I was like, are right, they going for? I mean, it was just a. Uh, it had to happen. Yeah. I didn't even think. I didn't even think kicking was an option at that point. No, it was. I was like, you're giving the ball back to Tom Brady right. with two minutes. It's like there's no guarantees you're gonna get the ball back, and they didn't. and They lost. Yeah, it was, it was really dumb. So uh, that's what I think really hurt. Like, if it had just been a good game, and then Tom Brady beats you, it's like, what are you gonna do? Like, he's yeah. done that to a million teams for 20 years now. But the way it played out um, was really painful, yeah. and uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think this <laughs> team is. Kyle's you know, too depressed. Can we go to another topic? Kyle's I so stocked sad. the fridge with monsters for this guy. He's got. I was in a really pl- bad place on Sunday. Um, yeah. West Virginia got a big win last night, so that helped. But uh, I don't know. It just it really sucks because this team felt different. Um, they were really. I mean. They're really good all year, and I think it's going to look a lot different next year. So, that's, 
does not make go. me feel good. Well, Tom Brady's probably on the back half of his career at this point. Probably only has 10, 15 years to go, so you won't have to worry about him too much longer. Well, Fair. I think Aaron Rodgers does too. It's just a uh, matter of whether it's in Green Bay or Dude, not. Dude, he back. If he left, that'd be that'd be crazy. Although, maybe he yeah, does. a lot of people don't like him. I don't really, I don't really know why because I don't watch too much football. But a lot of I think the like public him. perception is changing a little bit. Um, there have been a lot of stuff that have, have like he doesn't have a relationship with his family. Like they, That's there was it. something yeah. that happened there, and he just like completely cut him out of his life. And Aaron's been pretty open, like. He's not gonna just come out and combat every negative story on him like a lot of people would. Like he yeah. literally has a quote. It's like kill him with indifference. Like he just doesn't care what people. Kill him with indifference. That's yeah. interesting. Go he ahead. doesn't care what people think about him, and he's not gonna take the time to entertain a lot of this stuff. And I think uh, maybe that's rubbed people the wrong way some. But he's starting to put himself out there. He does a weekly hit on the Pat McAfee show that's been really popular and. He got involved with the Barstool Fund, donating a bunch of money there, and oh. so I think it's starting What's to change a little to? bit. That was crazy. It's up to oh, almost thirty million. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Very yes. cool. Okay, so we are the Kyle Bracky support team for this <clears throat> show. Um, we're there for you. But hey, a, a lot went on this weekend. A lot of sort of news, news, not just wrestling yeah, events. Bad, bad news, bad. scary Careful. news. We had the Olympic scare where, you know, a report comes out, and I don't know who was first on that, but then everyone picked it up, um, that it, it was a formality that the Olympics were going to be canceled, et cetera, et cetera. Oh. That it was like it, Japanese government has basically conceded it's not happening, and it's just a matter of, like, them trying to position for the 2032 games. And then... Mm -hmm. The IOC and Japan comes out and says, categorically untrue, nothing, that is not right, that is not accurate, that is not the case. So, I don't know, I don't understand why there, maybe it's just someone that is in the Japanese government that wants to stir up negative information about the Olympics because they don't want them to happen, but I, I don't know if, if we should feel... Certainly, you shouldn't feel more secure that the Olympics are going to happen as a result of that story. But well, you know, you know what I do feel it does help me. And uh, if you look, if you do look at the world, the meters, there's a slight downturn. They changed the way they're counting cases, Christian Piles. They said the PCR test has too many cycles. Which I had a friend on Twitter who's uh, who's been beating this drum for a while, and they changed it. So that means we should be getting less positive tests. There we go. Cases go down. We get the Olympics. Everyone's happy. Is that worldwide or is that just in America? That is, that is worldwide. Is, uh, I think it was either a WHO recommendation maybe. I believe it's worldwide. Okay. So, um, you know, I don't know if that makes things better or worse, but it's, I guess it'll reduce better, the numbers. Better. Less, yeah, less tests. Less positive tests. Better. Yes. So, um, but uh, in also in the same vein of COVID shutting stuff down, Penn State, Michigan State, it sounded like they were a go, and then they weren't a go. Uh, I don't know mm. what went on there exactly. I don't know if it was Michigan State's reluctance to go or Penn State still wasn't able. said it was mutually agreed upon, yeah. which makes me think uh, maybe both teams were going to have a number of starters out and just didn't feel like it was worth it or I don't know. What are they going to do with all these missed duels? I mean, and, and just kind of Seriously. going right to there to Michigan – Michigan shuts down their entire athletic department for two Crazy. weeks. And well, you know what I saw? I, I'm curi I'm very curious to get more information, and I don't know that we have a question, but there was a whole bunch of people on Twitter, in including um, 
Miles Amin's father saying, uh, here, you know, there's a change.org petition, open the Michigan Athletic Department back up. Um, so there's obviously people who, who are not seeing the wisdom in their decision who are trying to get it back opened up. So I wish we had more details like how many positive tests did they have that decided to shut down? Was anyone really sick or was it just a few athletes um, who got positive? I read five. Yeah, it's five. And they're so concerned about it because it's the new strain or whatever. The remix. Yeah. Across the entire athletic, five across the, uh, any any team. Yeah, and could be support staff, probably even employees. Um, yeah. I don't understand the entire department. It's, I don't either. It's like, uh, at that point, why don't you shut down the school? What's the difference? I mean, if you've got yeah. the, the Michigan wrestling team, if you, they compete or they train in a standalone facility. Uh, I, I can't imagine they're, they're having a lot of crossover with other departments. They have a yeah. weight room in their thing. They do have a giant Olympic weight room across the road but i'm sure they can they probably isolate their training all to the 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 banya center or however you say it so why it just seems like an unnecessary broad stroke obviously if there were issues within the michigan team uh, the wrestling team is obviously warranted but i don't understand the the hockey team hasn't had a positive test since july and they're what real yeah that's a quote from the hockey coach and but, which is actually sort of unbelievable. That's crazy because I know that Michigan is testing like six times a week or something crazy. Because when Coach Torello was yeah. here for for Pantaleo, he was like, "Yeah, we do. We get tested all the time." And, and so, you're about to get some false positives with with the kind of testing they do. Exactly. So, so for them to not have for the hockey team not to have any since July, I feel like in Miles Amin puts out the uh, the hashtag Let Us compete the whole statement for Michigan you have to figure that Michigan the wrestling team was not affected by by COVID like there was not a positive you don't have a positive test and then say let us compete right after right so it's a it's a weird decision but Michigan throughout this process going way back has been the most cautious perhaps overly cautious uh Big Ten team maybe team in general yeah, I remember we talked about it in the summer. Their president um, of the school is like an epidemiologist. Um, so he's been very cautious about everything. And when football was still up in the air, he was like pretty outspoken against it, which is like blasphemy for Michigan. Um, so, yeah, it, that's not surprising that they're being super cautious. But it, are, are stu- do they have students at, I don't know. on campus? I can't imagine they do. I don't, I don't think they do. So the University but of Michigan he, is entirely virtual right now, other than athletes? I, I believe Missouri is as well. Missouri's mostly virtual, if not fully virtual. Um, Wisconsin's mostly virtual. I don't believe fully virtual, though. Um, but, you know, a lot of cities are starting to open up with um, curious timing. Detroit's open. Chicago's open. New York's open. California is back open. It so, is? So, hey, we're, we're getting – yesterday. We're getting there, Christian. All right, let's go. Uh, I guess. I don't know what's changed, but let's go. Uh, so, I mean, for Michigan's team, here's who they who, – here's the duels they had postponed. Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Penn State. Uh, like, two, two, two of the biggest duels of the year postponed. Uh, so bad. It's so bad, Christian. It's bad and sad. So bad. So really, the next big thing. Uh oh, 
We've got the uh, Mayor uh, Humdinger here. Yeah, you got to go away, Ozzy. Daddy's on his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy's looking for, for Mayor Humdinger. Go pee. Go. He can go pee by himself, guys. Don't worry. Big. That's good. That's good. Glad Ozzy is, is potty trained. Um, so, yes, yeah, some of the biggest duels of, of the weekend are are delayed. Kozak says that uh, Michigan is having an independent state tournament planned to be ha- held in Wisconsin. Yes. This is happening. That's that's happening. They're going to have I a state tournament maybe in Wisconsin. I could dress some of my athletes up as Michigan residents so they can win multiple state titles. <laughs> You know, that's the only way you're going to catch, like, Mark Hall. He's got, like, six. Seriously. So you've got to, you've got to win a couple in the, in the same year. We just need, here's what we need. We need one, one person to go to Michigan. They just collect mail from the whole street, right? They just start pulling a piece of mail out of every mailbox. It's and proof. then you show up with the mail, and it's got the zip code. Boom, we're wrestling. What do you okay. got to say about that? Well, you've got, you've got a letter here from Discover, so obviously you, uh, you're from uh, – you're from Michigan. Someone on the the YouTube not chat the says oh, Michigan no, no, that's is virtual roommate. unless you have labs like nursing students. Okay. Hmm. Well, we know nurses yeah. can't get it, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, okay. Where we can talk about uh, – that was enough bad news. We, we, that we was le- so much bad news. Lead with the, the negativity, I mean, you know. Packers that's what they getting beat. Everything's canceled. Um is there anything really good? Because you know we had some wrestling to talk about, but if you if you had some really good news, Christian, that would really make our day better. Yeah. Uh yeah. no, I don't have any really good news. Damn it! I mean, well, I great. mean, my gosh, um, we, we've got a lot going on. I mean, everything's good, right? We're we're everything's gonna be all right. We're getting there. Um, this will hopefully yeah. be the last season of this. Uh, wait, did Gable take Ben's advice? I I didn't see this. What happened? That was that was. What do you mean you didn't see this? Are oh, you, this, this. I thought it was like video funny. of him like accosting Tom Brands and being like, Get, <laughs> I want Costello. <clears throat> Listen. Put Costello on the mat. Yes, yes. Um, but it didn't look like – if he did it, it didn't work because he only got uh, just the one match against Tony Cassiope. He won dominantly. He really ramped up into the third period getting multiple takedowns. better. He's a lot better than he has been before. I'm really impressed. He's super good. Tom I mean, Brands called him the best guy in the world in the press conference I, afterwards. Really? I'm, I'm telling you, I'm I'm with him. He might yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, I'm not shocked if he wins the world title this year because, you know, Gwiz has been competitive with those guys. And Gable was competitive with Gwiz, what was that, 15, 16 months ago. Um, no, a little longer than that. And, dude, he's he's a lot better than he was. He really is. Like, his attacks are impressive. His go behinds, his mantis position, dude, he's so good. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I feel like the, I mean, obviously, Echo Petrishvili, they're they're gonna be the guys. Yeah. there. they're gonna have a hard time scoring on him. And it, if you have a, if that's gonna be a big struggle, I think Agul is the most. I've always thought he is kind of the best heavy of this generation, even though him and Gino really have gone back and forth forever. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like he's. He can athletically challenge Gable. I feel like he's the only one that really can. But we've got some guys here um, with, with big ideas, with, with Gwiz, Paris. You never know with Kirkfleet um, to challenge him for the Olympics, Papa. He looks like the yeah. guy. I I really good. think – I think we're going to have a huge Olympics. I really do. I think we're going to send a really good team. I think we're going to come home with a bunch of medals. Um. Hey, so I was watching the Iowa, Iowa duel in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And – 
you know, obviously Spencer's going to rack up way more points um, because he's really, really high level on top where Gable is not high level in the top position. But watching them, it's like these guys are so far past their collegiate competition right now. Oh, man. Um, but who's who's better? In your opinion, I was watching that because it's, you know, both of them went out and killed. I think Spencer killed the number nine ranked guy and Gable killed the number three ranked guy. And it was like, damn, these guys are so good. And, you know, like I said, obviously, by folk style standards, Spencer's always going to put up more points here. But who's actually better? Because they are both so good. Man. I, I think you got to say, well, it's tough because collegiately Spencer has been better, right? Um, well, has he though? Because um, he's got, he's got five losses and Gable only has two. Yeah, Gable's got two losses. To the same person. Well, I mean, if he's got he's got titles. Well, he's got one. I mean, so Gable likely would have won a title last year. Spencer would have won his third, but Spencer does have Spencer's wrestled for three years and Gable's only wrestled for two. Yes, right. um, I, I, it's, it's a conversation. So on the one hand, well, regardless, Spencer's more dominant, right? Spencer's dominant, yeah. I said that that's definitely going to be the case because of his high level of uh, ability on top. And, and, you know, maybe that maybe that's why we say he's better because he's so much better on top. Gable has – Gable's top game is almost non-existent. Yeah, really it is. Yeah. Uh, but I think when you look at it's, – it's tough with Spencer because – we're still at this point. We're like, where does he fit on the senior level? We've seen him do one tournament, really. We feel like Spencer, every, yeah. it's a guess with Gwit or with Gable. We have the Gwiz win. He's already made he made Final X in 2019. He's beaten Adam Kuhn soundly twice, and yeah. so he's like really climbed the rungs. I, but I feel I. It's tough because Spencer does have the losses. He lost to three different people, and he has five mm-hmm. total losses. I think. Yeah, but I think I still will say Spencer. Final answer, Brett. What do you got? I would say Spencer. I think um, because of the top game. Yeah, I think if so, uh, I know it's harder for heavyweights to have like I don't know a consistent like top game series like that, but uh, I think that just it's such a. I mean. Spencer just blows these matches wide open with guys yeah. after being on top for it. 30 seconds. Yeah. What do you think, Ben? Yeah. Um, no, I, I would say folk style Spencer and then freestyle TBD. I mean, I, obviously, I think over the next uh, three to five years, you know, it, it's not, it's not going to be, maybe it's going to be, we'll see who's better this year in April, but uh, I think it's far from, <clears> say, <throat> being determined for over the longer run. Um, I, I don't really think there's ever, and obviously, this is kind of like something I, I looked in, into a lot because it was one of my interests. I don't think there's ever been a guy who has been, and I've said this something similar before, but who's been as sure of a turner within the first 20 seconds of getting on top. Yeah. I mean, Spencer will turn you right away. Whether it was myself or David Taylor or Ed Ruth, other really good turners and pinners, I mean, it usually took us a while to to massage them a little bit, you know, to tenderize them, and then boom. Every once in a while, you know, I won't say we got lucky, but every once in a while, you know, we, we locked up a cradle in a transition or, or went somewhere. Spencer against everyone, but maybe like th- three or four guys, you know, against, say, Seabass or a couple others, he is like a for sure turn within 20 seconds or something like that. It's insane. And he's turned all – I mean, he turned pitch. Um, he's turned yep. pitch multiple times. I believe he's turned Rivera. 
Um, he did. It was, goes back to maybe his freshman year, but he's definitely turned yeah. him. Yeah. So he's turned everyone but Bresser, I guess. Um, yes. Which, you know, he'll never wrestle him again. So, yeah, it, it's it's weird just how easy it looks. I feel like Logan is actually kind of the closest comp in terms of guys well, like... Good. What? So I was thinking Robles. Robles actually, and Robles would be only his senior year, but Robles. Yep. Perhaps, yeah. Anthony comes to mind as well. I just think to see a guy just turning with bars like this is it's just it's just unique because you just don't see that that much. But he's also getting. I feel like he's just so able to consistently just head lever, get the wrist, reinforce bar tilt. But he's definitely on a pinning mission, uh, more so where he'd be. Little, high, I mean, what he's at Russell two matches, so I'm not trying to really paint the whole season <laughs> as what he's trying to do. But um, you know, in the past, he, he would get on top four turns and and it's a tech. But now it's like he wants pins. That that seems to be a definite um, switch that was flipped. But yeah, he he looks just ridiculous with the. It's it's funny to see the conversation on Twitter after he matches. Is people are trying to like, what are we seeing? What is this? And he makes Pat McKee, who just looked great against the number two guy, just look completely, not even average. He The way he chews through these dudes, they don't even look re- relatively yeah. competitive. And they look so overpowered. Like, it's not just like beaten. It's like you yeah. watch like a Jordan Burroughs exchange. You're like, wow, this is just like the level of technique or whatever. Or David Taylor, they're just like miles ahead on the chessboard. But like, he's not just that, but he's just like, these guys look helpless. They look weak. They look yeah. They look like children, and they're not. These are bad, bad dudes that he ma- makes. Yeah, look it's a it's comp- a factor of power, Christian. You're right. I mean, there, there's no other way to there's no other way to explain it because what he's doing is not like brand new moves or, or mind blowing exchanges. Yes. To your point, he's freaking driving ahead and he's chopping an arm and he's grabbing a wrist. He's putting it in here like they're not new things. They're not unique things. He's just doing them with a level of power that we haven't seen. I mean, it, to your point, it does remind me of like, you know, when I when I grab a high school kid and I can just turn, 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 cradle half, pin, par, you know, because they're just so weak compared to me. But that's what he's doing to other people, his own size, his own age. It's yeah. almost, yeah, it's, it's like a bully. <laughs> yes, it is a bully on the Division One level. Uh, it's, it's, it is alarming. It is alarming to see how... He's separated. Um, mm-hmm. It's in. It's interesting because I've like talked to him and been like, "How? What? What is? What's your strength routine like? Or what do you do?" But he's like, he's like, it's. I mean, he obviously strength trains. But he's like, it's jeans, just kind of a thing he's had. Like he's just really wrestled a long time. His his parents were like judo masters or, or on the on the Olympic yeah. level, and I don't know. He's just got it. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that was the Spencer Gable talk about the, re- the rest of that duel? Yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm, I, I was great and Minnesota looks terrible, and it's probably somewhere <laughs> in the middle of both of those things. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, we said the kind of the same thing about the Nebraska looks look not good against Iowa, but they are good. They're just – it's Iowa. Iowa is the variable. Those are good teams. Mm-hmm. It's just Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, I – they're they're freaking good. They kill. I mean, Spencer Lee, then DeSanto, then Ironman. It's like bloodbath, bloodbath, bloodbath. And then even over at Minnesota's two better guys, Blockus, 
Um, Max Buren gets a really solid win, and then Caleb Young uh, beats Brayton Lee. And that, that match was kind of boring, but it was just like that was like their hope of getting a win. And then after that, it was like, okay, well, Gable's going to get a win, but besides this, it's over. Yeah, I, I feel like the Brayton-Caleb match is going to be an absolute coin flip every time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I thought C- Caleb's uh, – his takedown was really – Pretty pretty sick. We kind of clubbed the head and threw him almost to yeah. his back. He almost got near fall there, uh, but I think they'll mm-hmm. they'll hit again. That's gonna be a really really close match every time. He looks better so far this yeah. year. Definitely yeah. definitely not the big ten Caleb Young we saw last year. No way. Well, I I mean, but you guys you guys brought up the the uh, the issue for me was, and I think I think it was probably the issue was a long-term weight cut. He was, you know, he's probably not ideally a 57 pounder, but you have Kemmer and your Marinelli who's a 57 pounder. And so this year you're making weight so many less times for such a smaller window. That's gotta be a huge benefit to Caleb Young. Yeah. And he didn't have to do it until after January, whereas before yeah. he was doing it from first weekend in November. March. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. I'm sorry. March. Yes. November. Yeah. So for a variety of reasons, he looks better. And who knows, maybe he's dealing with an injury. You wouldn't, you wouldn't hear about it if he, if he was. Yeah. yeah, it's possible. But, yeah, he looks better. Uh, Kimmer looked great in his first one. Our, our guy, uh, Andrew Bubba Sparks, lost 8-4 to Marinelli. Um, just a pretty controlled win there from from the mm-hmm. Bull. He looks he looks solid as ever. Nelson continues to look good. Jacob Warner d- dominant over Joel's. And then Gable handles uh cassiope 15 to 6 that's I a mean, lot of that's a lot of points minnesota didn't even score a takedown until 184 and yeah. I, I know ben says they look terrible but like what were they the, supposed I, to do yeah i mean they i don't know look at the guys they had going up against the iowa guys like who there was supposed I, to i thought blockers blockers are blatantly if you would if you would have made some time of bet that one of them gets a takedown um I would have made them the favorite significantly that they get one takedown between the two of them and they didn't get one. Yeah. I, I, I think if, I mean, if Caleb gets ridden out and Brayton gets away, I don't, I don't look at Minnesota all that much differently, but they won one more match, you know? Yeah, I agree. But it was, I mean, I, for me, it was the manner in which they yeah. got beat. So um, I, th- I think you were considering uh, Brayton Lee to be the favorite, but McKee didn't put up a fight, and that's Spencer. But then Boo Dryden got murdered. Polanco got murdered. Blockus wasn't really all that close. Um, Sparks did all right. LR got killed. Salazar actually did all right. Joel's got killed, and and then you know Gabe looked great, obviously. Yes, he does. Um, yeah, yeah. Bracky just put it in the chat, but we, we didn't get to talk. It just hit me. I they think. always wait until like after FRL. Know, Crazy was... stuff goes down, and we gotta wait. Hey, they're they're clamoring for a. Um, I say there, um, but people are asking for a Monday show. I don't know. We used to do it like years ago, and then we kept being gone and ca- having to cancel on Mondays yeah. because that's when we travel back. So I don't know. Maybe something to think about. Probably not for right now discussion, but it came to me. But anyways, I say that because Teague Moore out at American, kind of out of nowhere, the rare uh, during the season firing uh, did, did, so I read up on this a little bit. This was so crazy that uh, both his assistants they left for for various you know one of them they got a job or whatever. Um, one of them took a different coaching position. The other one took just a job in the real world. And 
they didn't let him hire anybody else. So the only thing he had this year was this volunteer. Jason Grimes graduated last year. And he was a volunteer assistant. And so the volunteer assistant who was one year at college is now the interim head coach. Who is it? Jason Grimes. Oh, Grimes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, I feel like there's – I don't know what went on there with, with Coach Moore and American, but it's a weird thing. I know they have weird stuff with uh, – uh, their assistants and they like they maybe couldn't even have any this season it's it's kind of yes. it makes me i hope there's no issues with american in terms of the the program's long-term standing is it's been a good one in the past they've struggled lately but you know they were solid i mean what mark yeah. cody did with them was was amazing and certainly they could get there again even um mm-hmm. you know in the re- in the release they put out i, I was surprised you know they were under 500 in duels i mean whatever but uh they had five all-americans 32 ncaa qualifiers and 47 eiwa placers under teague and i think that was eight years really? or something like that like yeah. nine wow. seasons that's in nine seasons that's pretty dang good for american very solid yeah. i know the last few years have been a little down uh compared to probably his his first part of his tenure there but yeah that's pretty dang solid for American. Yeah, I feel like it's not related to performance, right? You don't make this decision yeah. based on performance. Mm-hmm. Something something else no, happened. No, heck no. So something happened there. There hasn't been any performance. They have not. Um, yeah, they didn't get to perform. They haven't wrestled yet, right? Uh, they have not. They, they, I, I just looked at their schedule. They have <laughs> they have three duels before the IWAs. So. Weird. I mean, Michigan's had, what, one? Penn State's had zero? I mean, some Michigan's had two. Had- Penn State zero. Yeah. Uh, Stanford just wrestled last week. They're at one. First one. Uh, How about yeah. them? They were they were all black singlets. I loved it. Did you see this? No, they weren't wearing Stanford. I'm surprised the university lets them do that. It's like I don't know. What are you gonna do to them? I mean, if the university can stop giving, that, yeah, what are they gonna do to them, Christian? They already. Well, who's paying them. for their travel? Who's paying for this? Who's paying the coach? You know, they're probably paying for it themselves. They raised ten million dollars. That's true. <laughs> they raised ten million dollars. They can do whatever the hell they want. They might be flying. They can, they can flip the bill to go to uh, Cal State Bakersfield. I guess so. I just thought it was a weird move. I love it. I love it. I think it's great. Um, yeah. I think it's shameful um, what what Stanford's doing. Hey, so I saw it must have been Kai. I'll just put it in the Facebook chat that uh, Griffith to seventy four is uh, not a full time move. Correct. So he'll okay. be back down. So it just, just yes. Okay. What'd they do that for? Why'd they uh, didn't get any reasoning behind it. Um, it sounds like Aishans will eventually be up at 74. Okay. That makes sense. A few odds and ends. Uh, Lance Runyon alert. This uh, Panther train. Could, could be a I fun back. Lance Runyon gets so good. Fun back-to-back. I don't know. Uh, how... I think it could be uh, Coach Pugh. This is, I think he's uh, the new Coach Pugh project. That was a... Uh, that's what Roper told me. Yep. And um, same, uh, Coach Pugh had, was instrumental with Drew Foster. That worked out. Uh, and now he's got Lance Runyon here. <laughs> appears going. to be ahead of schedule. Appears to be ahead of schedule. He, I think he, uh, Drew Foster's freshman year, he had a losing record. He did have a losing <laughs> record. Uh, so ahead of schedule is Lance Runyon. Pins the Ant-Man uh, in a cradle. He hit the cradle twice. He was uh, – that, that match was all over the place. He – Runyon was forcing a lot of the action attacks. He got taken down, but then he gets away. Weird scramble. Then 
catches him in cradle. Then he cradles him again, same crossface cradle, rolls through, ices the Ant-Man, who was 0-2. He lost to Broderson. Uh, it was not, not the... When Ant-Man's not on, he's not on. Yeah. How about squished. you guys put him in the rankings? Because you know who's beaten Broderson and, uh, and Runyon this year? Peyton Mako, who we have ranked ahead of Maybe. both those guys. Yeah. Peyton's Boom, like, there we go. Yeah, Peyton's up to like uh, 16 now, I think. Nice. Um, so, good deal. Ant-Man falls from 9 to 21. We kind of gave him, Ooh. or to 22. We kind of gave him, he lost to Trey Munoz early in the year. We kind of gave him, he mm-hmm. dropped a little, but we didn't punish him because he had a lot of really nice wins. Last year. Right. And Munoz is a true freshman, right. so who knows? Maybe he's a top five guy. Exactly. Um, but then you lose back-to-back to Broderson, who has a loss to a Division three guy earlier this year. Hey. Yeah. Um, you're about to get yelled at by both D three fans. I will. Everybody. It's just it's just facts. No one else on here has losses to a D three guy. Um, and uh, yeah, so then Mako jumps up to sixteen. It could yeah. be a fun yeah, little back to back with uh, Runyon and Kekheisen for a couple of years. Well, yeah, Kekheisen had a he killed. Um, who did he kill from Oklahoma? It was Darian Roberts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that duel snowballed, like that. man. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say it. You can what, say, say it. it. No, it's just you can say it. There's just some what are you teams. Trying to say because there's just some teams you watch and it's like, where's the fight? Yeah. And oh, God. I feel like Oklahoma is one of those. I've been saying that for multiple years now, and you just like you look up and down the lineup, and when things like maybe aren't going the best, it's just. I don't know. There's no pushback. No, I I see yeah. it too. I see it too. Um, that's not a that's not an yeah. audacious take. Um, and Demas lost to Parker. That was a Parker's mm-hmm. beaten him multiple times now. I think their series is so weird. I think that was their sixth match. They've had tiebreaker matches. Dom Demas has teched Ian Parker. Yep, um, teched him. Yeah, yeah. he teched him one time. Uh, Folk style freestyle. Folk style. <laughs> Come on. I swear. He, dude, he's he's ridiculous. Dom Demas is – yeah. But it feels like um, Ian has figured out some of these positions with, with him. Let me find the um, Parker. So, yeah, here's I'm their history. It now. looks like they've wrestled like seven times. So, we've got the um, we've got the 4-3 win for Parker. Um, we've got – Oh, my God. 4-2 tech- win for Parker. 3-1 win for Demas. Tech for Demas, 19 to 4. <laughs> um, we've got a Parker Phileas match. That's not relevant to the conversation. Uh, we've got a 8 4 win over Parker and then a 4 3 loss to Parker. So, yeah, Damn, definitely crazy. been all over the place. The tech is sort of an outlier, yeah. but it's also very Josh Demas because the guy can put up. Dom. Per- he said Josh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a throwback. I do that. I do that at least once a show where I say a completely wrong name. Um, as a, yeah, who knows Josh what? was a lot of fun to watch too. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. One of the better guys to to not place in that era. He he beat a lot of really good. He beat Dylan Allen. He beat Derek St. John. Uh, he beat a lot of good dudes. He mm-hmm. might have. I don't know if he ever beat Welch, but he was really good. I don't think he beat Welch. I don't think he beat Welch. Um, I think he beat Burroughs once. <laughs> one, just the once. Okay. Josh Demas did. <laughs> 
Ben. He's joking. Oh, okay. Ben. Well, I got Asperger's, so sometimes I don't get sarcasm. No, no, but Ben, uh, you can't just say that after you think. <laughs> when someone says Josh Stevens beat Jordan, beat Jordan Burroughs, you can't blame that on well, anything other than. I knew it didn't happen. I knew it didn't happen. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> I thought you were being serious. I so why, would I, why would I? Yeah, okay. Stop bullying me. I'm not bullying you. I'm just not letting you off empathy, the... for my, empathy for my Asperger's. <laughs> no, I'm not empathetic. Uh, okay, other other odds and ends. So we're talking about Lance Runyon, exciting freshman. I think Chris Cannon's going to be really nice yep. for for Northwest. I watched his his uh, his win over Purdue. I forget the guy's name even that he wrestled. Evan Schroeder. No, he didn't wrestle Schroeder. He's, he's at thirty three. He's at thirty three. I would yeah. rem- I would have remembered that. I thought he looked really good, but I was like, ah, Wait. this Purdue. Oh, duh. I was like, this Purdue guy is not probably not great. I thought about saying something. I was like, well, I'm not going to. Then people would be like, well, consider who the competition. And maybe you could say that here against Alex Thompson, but I'm just saying it. I think Chris Canyon looks really good. He had a really strong redshirt season uh, last year. His only losses were to Glory and Kolioko, a.k.a. Colaccio, as uh, Ben <laughs> likes to call him. I think he's good. good he, beat, he beat Tier 1 uh, Eric Barnett twice last year. He beat Jay Schwarm, Tommy Hoskins. Chris Cannon is going to be good. Yes. Agreed. He, I, I he looks agree. great. Um, speaking of Eric Barnett. But, but we are just really yeah. – we're That's keeping That's why it Devin moving. Schroeder was on my mind. That's why Devin Schroeder was on my mind because he's like number two or number three ranked, and Eric Barnett put him in a body bag. <clears throat> he did. He was not ranked number two by flowwrestling.org, but others maybe made that decision. But regardless, Devin Schroeder gets pin slayed by Eric Barnett. Uh, he was Barnett was down 2-0. He's kind of getting ridden and then hits a little. What what do you even call that, Ben? Have you seen this? We could I mean, yeah, it was just kind of it was kind of like Granby cartwheelish, but then uh Schroeder just left his head just dangling out there and Barnett yeah. just freaking grabbed it and squeezed it. Was, we should pull up that it tweet was very... because Eric Barnett planks yeah. during this and it was uh <laughs> it was sort of strange what? here. Yeah, it's weird. Hold on one second. His, so when he had, so he gets the headlock, and it looks like Schroeder might get off his back for a second, and yeah, uh, oh, he's fl- Barnett yeah. gets his hips down, you know, and is really trying to pull him yeah. back, and he's literally planking off the mat. It's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah, um, Schroeder almost went like over the top. Yeah, like to get off his back. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I just slacked it, Tyler. If you can pull it, up. it's it's a pretty okay. crazy exchange, and uh, to see you know Schroeder in that kind, he's. He's pretty solid, but Barnett's got some. He's got some stuff clearly. So that was a big win, and then that uh, helped Wisconsin pull the upset over Purdue. Yeah, and there, wow, who's faster than Tyler? Nobody, nobody. I say here it comes. You want to see the full uh, pin slay? There it is. Yeah, so it kind of like wings him slash Gramby a little bit, and then grabs the head. Yeah, really, just kind of like a. Right here, watch Barnett. He's off the mat. Look, see his feet. (laughs) That makes it. That's how you get maximum weight there. That (laughs) makes it extra squeezy. That's like one of the tightest headlocks of all time. Much longer. Told you to get off your knees. Schroeder would have been. uh, He'd have been out. Yes. Eventually, so 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 tight. Um. So yeah, that's obviously a shakeup. What was the rankings fallout from that loss, uh, Kyle? Um, good question. So Schre- uh, Schroeder, I almost said Schrader because Ben, he, he drops <laughs> he drops from three to six. Hard to drop him further when he has wins over D'Agostino, Cronin, McKee, all those guys in there. And then um, 
Barnett comes into the rankings at number 17, just behind Heinzelman and Cardini, who have beaten him this year. Heinzelman, hey, how about him? He's really looked pretty solid this mm-hmm. year. I, you know, la- yeah. he so he's a solid true freshman year. Then last year we we're like, what what is happening? What has happened to Malik? And now he's back looking pretty dang good. I see. He's undefeated. I think so. Three and zero. Just beat Nick Aguilar last weekend. Soundly, like doing it. he he beat him. He beat yes. him bad. Beat him. Beat him down. You could say. Yeah, three and zero. He beat Cardani to open the season, which was a good one. Beat Barnett in that same uh, try they had, and then a solid, almost major over Aguilar. Nine uh, two over Cardani, thirteen five over Barnett, and ten four over Aguilar. That's so he's putting up serious points. He's not winning, you know, four threes or whatever. So impressed. Yes. I mean, Ohio State remains just a strange team. Like I don't, I don't know what's going on with them. I mean, I did not I what do you, expect what do that you mean from strange. Define strange. Okay, strange. Um, well, because I think so well, their one ninety seven is currently uh, Hoffman and not Chase Singletary. That is strange to me. Uh, I thought it was going to be Singletary, and then Hoffman. Okay. I think he lost a weird one, but then. He lost to Rob Bluski of Illinois. He was Rob losing record last year. Then he beats Janzer. Right. Then but, he beats. Mm-hmm. It looked like Rutgers was going to win that duel. I mean, they uh, Poznanski beats beat Rocky Jordan, and yeah. then they're the favorite going into 197. Janzer was a top 15 guy at 184 last year, up at 197, and uh, Hoffman beats him and totally swung yeah. it back in Ohio State's favor because if Rutgers won that match. Orndorff needs bonus points uh, for them to win the duel, and then you know he co- he comes up clutch, and um, I mean it's still ridiculous. It wasn't gas tank carry, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I'm saying that. So I mean, too. when I'm looking at when I'm looking at Ohio State this year, Christian, what I see is a bunch of really good recruits, and none of them have made that jump to be really high level, uh, with with the exception of of Sasso. Um, you know, Heinzelman is getting a little better. Decatur was a really good recruit, not doing that well. D'Amelio's, you know, he's all right. Sasso's making that jump. Cleary's like, he's all right. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, they lost Karchlet at 165, which would have been a big one. Ethan Smith and Romero are solid. Rocky Jordan's solid, but not great. Uh, Hoffman, solid, but not great. And same thing at heavyweight, and which is something we haven't seen. It was they're not a bad team, but we've usually seen Ohio State competing for national titles, so. uh, they're definitely a step down from that this year. Yeah, they're not going to compete for a national title this year. Even with Karchel, I don't doesn't no. look like that would have been no, 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 no. anything no. possible. But I, I think it's I, with thirty three. I just don't know. I mean, Takeda's on the mat is just so helpless uh, until yeah. that gets shored up. He's just you're not going to be able to trust him in matches. I wonder if Demilio can ever. And I mean, everyone sees the talent with Decatur, right? We obviously he can take down literally everybody in the country. It's just putting together the full seven minutes and getting out on bottom that, that eludes him. It's like, I'm I'm surprised that D'Amelio can't be there 33 and get Echemendia in there at 41. I wonder if that would be a better lineup, but I'm certain. Did he make that, 33? No, apparently, no. But I'm surprised that that's where, where they are. It is crazy, Ben. Yeah. You look so, up and down that lineup, and everyone in their starting lineup was a name in high school. And Absolutely. like everybody, a, a number of them were like big time stars. Yeah. Those, uh, that's, that's so, crazy. you know, again with um, Decatur and I, and I said this last year, like he's not terrible, terrible, um, but they're, you know, and maybe if they had a better 33, he would be kind of 
get to sit on the backside and wrestle in some open tournaments and kind of figure himself out and figure mm-hmm. the bottom thing out. Uh, no, no, listen, there's a chance. There's a lot of, there's a lot of recruits that never actually do that. Right. They just can't get there for whatever reason, but there's also a bunch who, you know, Malik Heinzelman would be a great one who really struggled last year. And now, you know, we're not all the way through the year, but he's looking like a significantly different person. I could see Jordan Decatur making an improvement like that. And, um, I mean, he's got, he, he's two and two this year, but he, he lost to Lucas Bird and Sammy Alvarez, who I, who I think are both really solid people. Um, Illinois is actually doing a pretty good job of developing the lightweights between Lucas Bird, um, Justin Cardani, who we just mentioned, uh, Mikey Carr. Like they're doing, you know, Illinois is not Dylan great, Duncan. but they're doing a pretty good job. Dylan Duncan. Mm-hmm. And then even, even their backup, um, at 141, a kid named Danny Pacino. Yeah. I'm blanking who he beat. It was someone, he, he beat, beat somebody Emilio. good. I'm bl- he beat Demilio. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, Illinois is doing a good job at developing yes. those lightweights. So, to that point, I think, like, if Decatur got a redshirt year this year and was able to wrestle 30 matches and get some not-so-great guys, I feel like he would make a big improvement. Yeah, that could be that could be really helpful for him and what he, what he really needs. It may have been what he needed last year as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's funny. You just—it's tougher to know. I feel like someone like Caleb Romero is someone. Bracky and I were talking about before the show. Who like after his freshman year, I was like, oh man, it's—it's it's probably not going to happen for him. There's and a then, good one. Yes. And then he has just been—I combination of the weight change and just probably overall development. He's been rock solid, and he's been great this year for them. Um, seven one over Shannon. 15-5 over Joe Grello, and then uh, you know he beat Kratiger nine five. So he's hey, he's what doing do you guys great. think about guy Kratiger in the rankings? He's right on the edge. No, seriously, he's right on the edge. Right. Okay. He's like next guy in right now. He's had some solid wins because he just beat um he beat uh I don't know how to say he his beat, name. You guys he beat, make fun of me, so I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> no, you he beat it. he beat Emil Sondland. Um yes. that's a tough one. And yeah, no, that is. And uh Sondland had lost last week though too, so that didn't help. Like if Sondland mm-hmm. had been undefeated, it would have looked even better. Um, yeah, but I mean he's he's right there, man, and he's gonna get a lot more opportunities wrestling in the Big Ten. And he's, yeah. I mean, it looks like he's improved a lot from last yeah, year. Yeah, that'd be not. Yeah, so your Caleb Romero one was a great one where a kid who's just uh, gotten better uh, because you're right, Christian, as a. As a freshman, I'm sorry, so not as retro year, but the next year, yeah. he just wasn't all that good. And right now, you know, between last year and this year, he's so much better than what he was. Um, Kratiger is another guy who was a really good high school wrestler, and he struggled um, last year. He, you know, his freshman year was not great. Big Ten, obviously, a lot of tough opponents, but he got a lot better. He took third at the UWW uh, U20s, which is, you know, that was a really solid performance, and he's looking to be much better this year. Yes, clearly. Like it does. It does happen where guys improve. There's obviously some sometimes when it doesn't, but I, I sometimes I feel like not only kids but fans forget that development happens. Like when you see a yep. high school freshman, you know, like, oh, well, this guy when he's a senior, he's gonna be so much better than he is right now. And if he doesn't, you're like, what happened? But then, like, we expect college freshmen to be finished products. Well, that's just many times not the case, not even close to the case. Yeah, it is weird because some guys are like. Their best years are their freshman year in college. It's the development. Yeah. It, it doesn't always make. They're like 
they're sort of finished products there and there's like they don't really get a lot better but then for some and Romero is one that it shouldn't have that shouldn't have been the case we we should have known be, that he was a guy that's going to need development because he was a stud football player and he would never wrestled year round kind of thing so yeah. with guys like that you know their their arc is coming and you know we were you know we but I feel like collectively we were all kind of like eh, it might just might not happen he may not be that guy and and the because one of the questions with with Romero were well we haven't really seen him against the best very much right the only yeah. mm-hmm. he didn't he wasn't like a super 32 guy he wasn't the guy that wrestled freestyle so really it was just like he was a four-time Ohio State champion I think he won I mean, maybe he won Ironman or, or whatever but he hadn't hit a lot of national competition and then he wrestled yeah. Labriola and Dapper Dan and he paced for wrestling classic excuse me and lost like three two really close like match yeah. you could tell he was on Labriola's level but uh so it's like well how good is he it was sort of a question there so we were kind of um yeah for, yeah. for me a lot of that development in college and this is kind of like and I I you know we we can't get exactly inside the mind of like a Pat Papalizio or um you know Kale Sanderson but I I would be heavily recruiting just you know when you say the kids who like really enjoy wrestling or love wrestling mm-hmm. like the, for me that that's what if you can keep your head in the game for five years of college wrestling um it's you're you're gonna get better right you have great coaches around you you have great teammates you're gonna get better where I think the lack of development happens is when these some of these kids who've been competing a hundred times a year and uh oh what happened um what from <laughs> from Ariel Helwani, Jake Paul will fight Ben Askren in an eight round pro boxing match on April seventeenth. Yeah. Per Triller founder Ryan Cavanaugh, the fight will serve as the main event of the next Triller Fight Club card. Location TBD. Done deal. Who knew? What happened? Are, are you sure <laughs> I that's think true? You, Ariel Helwani sure tweeted it. The verified Ariel Helwani just tweeted it. I will <laughs> slack it to Tyler right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they didn't tell me they were announced while I was live on radio this morning, Dum Dums. Well, I don't think. I think Ariel just broke it. Yeah, he broke it, dude. He's not waiting for anyone. He, it's not announced. Here it comes, dude. I'm doing. I'm doing an interview with Ariel in 54 minutes. Come on. Well, I think I know what the topics will be that you discuss. There it is. <laughs> Read it and weep, brother. You sandbagging <laughs> son of a gun. Oh yeah. Well, I was supposed to keep it a secret, and you know, I, I I kept it a secret. I did a good job. Yeah, you what didn't tell us. Say? Although you, yeah, man, you didn't Where's tell us. Where's the location? Fight Island. It's TBD. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I mean, I didn't we think I was tell supposed anybody. to say. Yeah, we won't tell anyone. Won't you can tell, tell us, and we yeah, just won't tell I anyone. Can't tell you. I Is it gonna be in America? Um, yeah, America. Uh-huh. All right, America first. Yeah. So I'm um, listen. I'm looking forward to it. It's fun. Um, Make them a whole bunch of money. It's going to be outstanding. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, are you going to beat him? I think so. Yes, I, I definitely do believe. I, his first two fights were against guys who have literally probably never been punched before. They look like they'd never fought. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I, I'm, I think I'm going to beat him. Okay. Ben, it seems like uh, everyone in the comments really wants you to win. Someone said first time yeah, in my no life I want guy. Askren to win. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, no one likes him. I don't really get it. I don't get the whole, like, you know, I don't really quite understand why he's famous. It's like a YouTube star or something. I get it. But I've, I've watched a couple of things. I'm like, I I don't know. He does, he's not, like, too funny or anything. I just don't understand. 
Yeah, yeah he's I, the worst. He's big with like fourteen year olds. Yeah, fourteen year olds think he's like the coolest dude ever. Um. Yeah. Um. Ben gonna get hurt and shoot for announced. a takedown. I'm reading some um, of these tweets. Uh, so anyways, I was talking. Um, we're doing a wrestling show, Christian. Okay. I was talking. Well, every now and again, Ariel Helwani breaks that you, the co-host is going to be in a boxing match. So while we tend to typically stay on topic, it's hard when things like that happen. And national sports news breaks live on the show with someone that's on the show. So I'm sorry, Ben, for the diversion. But <laughs> if I may say, it's your fault. Oh damn! Oh, a lot of people well, think you're getting knocked out. <laughs> listen, that's just a bunch of bumps on Twitter. They don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I listen. I thought this was being announced later today. I did not know that this was. Ha- I mean, I've I've been talking to these people, and the plan was later today. I don't know why they broke it right now. I don't get it. <laughs> Twitter's funny. Oh my Twitter gosh! Twitter's funny. Oh. Uh... There's a gif of so you that's, like well, Twitter's kind of savage. That's why you know um, I kind of uh, I don't want to say I I never heard that Aaron Rodgers quote you guys brought up earlier, but I kind of appreciate it because a lot of a lot of what Twitter is you just have to like ignore. Like I do not read ninety eight percent of the comments. Once in a while, if I'm bored and I'm in a car, you know, I'll scroll through and then I'll just start picking on some of the stupid comments. But ninety percent of the time, I don't read the comments. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. can't. It's important. Listen, I'm not even remotely as famous as Aaron Rodgers is. Like I can't. I can't even imagine all the crap that he's got to deal with. Yeah, that'd be insane. I'm not as famous as Aaron Rodgers either. How about you, Bracky? No, no neither not. of us are either. Wow, just three so guys was, chopping it up. Not as I famous was, as Aaron Rodgers. I was <laughs> saying we're so relatable. What I was ben. saying prior to your interruption was that. Um, if I was recruiting guys, you know, for the love of wrestling, it's like if they just want to be there and they want to continue getting better, they're surrounded by good coaches. They're surrounded by good teammates. They're going to get better. So, yes. um, you know, and, and but if they've, if they've had hundreds of matches, they've been cutting weight their whole life, and then maybe, you you know, you have a coach that continues to grind them, then they just they tune out and they never get better. Then generally, generally a lot of times you see re- regression, actually, and you see regression because they don't actually want to even be there. Right, and that that will that will stifle. And then you've got hungry people you're training alongside, and they're passing you. And next thing you know, you're out of the lineup. Yeah, okay. Hey, other news: uh, Isaac Trumbull, this kid. I don't know anything yeah, about. Yeah, who Isaac. is this kid? I texted you on Friday night. I've never heard of Isaac Trumbull. Well, first of all, I guess the first point of news is I guess Nick Renan is not in the lineup anymore. Um, that's this won't help certainly. We oh my this, god! This was kind of the marquee match. Uh, Reen and Bonacorsi, and then they send out Trumbull, and Trumbull beats Bonacorsi like six one. Wrestlestad has Isaac Trumbull at number three. Oh. He's got three pins and a win over Nino Bonacorsi. He's an animal. He's you can tell he's very good on top. Yes, um, we got we've this, got the video. Yeah, we've got this clip here. He was riding him out the. Uh, entire second period, and there was a kind of a weird exchange, and he actually got uh, pit challenge, and he got called for locking hands, and then on the restart with 20 mm. seconds left, did this. Uh, yeah, bought like a Turk. Yeah, he got a Turk. And, Lucky um, didn't pin him here. Yeah, he has a reverse half. He kind of ran well, out of time so there. Have you guys? Where did they find this guy, Isaac Trumbull? Omaha. I, I mean, I, I, Omaha. Yeah, he's, he's a Omaha, Nebraska okay. kid. 
He finished last year number 43 um, on our senior big board. He was like third at Super 32, lost to uh, Brandon Hosselton. Um, oh, he's that high top... at Super 32? Yeah. And Hosselton's a top 40 guy in the class of 2021. Um, I don't know. I Maybe just a little under the radar because he's from Nebraska, not – Super well known. This is one of those power. where it's like where where you know we talk about we talk about how good Pat Popolizio is at mm-hmm. finding this type of guy. Like this guy's a true freshman. Oh my yeah. gosh, you guys see his roster picture? His hair is like twenty seven feet long. Yeah, he he's got some serious flow. Looks like uh been cut now though. <laughs> yeah, it looks looks sharp now. But dude, he looks he looks like sometimes you see a true freshman's like physique and you're like, Yeah, it looks like a true freshman. He really he looks freaking strong yeah he um watched i was live blogging that match and flex bonacorsi was in on his legs so many times and couldn't even come close to scoring he's like six four too oh this um, is this has pat pop yes all over yes it. he's that uh power forward type that pat pop yeah. loves he's good on top he just Scrambly, I frustrates guess. the crap out of it. It wasn't even like scrambles. Like, Bonacorsi would just get in on a head inside single, and he would just put his hips on him and drape over and, like, grab an ankle, and Bonacorsi couldn't move. Man. Like, there wasn't much yeah. scrambling out of it. Uh, I think this guy's going to give people problems. We, yeah, apparently. Um, oh, look at this guy. <laughs> White snake, Isaac oh. Trumbull. Look at this dude. So, Trumbull, uh, great, great hair, Trumbull. Keep that going. Uh, he... He went heavyweight his senior, so he went one eighty two his junior high school, and then he went heavyweight his senior high school, and went fifty and zero. <laughs> That's insane. Boom. Fifty and zero. Uh, I bet he had lots of pins too. Uh yeah, I'm uh, sure he no, probably did. I guess he's at heavyweight in Nebraska, uh, and he's really good. Dude, NC State's really good. Can you imagine if he had to? He's probably fighting Trent Hidley every day. Like he's going to get a lot better. Yes, I mean Renan's there. Yeah, it's a it's a they have a really good team and that maybe some points that we weren't counting on for although I think expectations for Renan were somewhat there was optimism there yeah. that he could he looked better yeah. this year and he had but um, NC State does such a good job of recruiting their guys like guys that they know will yes, work well in their system and fit their culture um, not just recruiting to rankings. Or like in football, recruiting to stars. Like you're recruiting guys that are gonna fit in your program, and, mm-hmm. and your culture, and, and what you're what you're best at, what you're best at developing. And man, they do such a good job. Hundred percent. Yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, NC State. Uh, I don't have the I don't have the duel in front of me. They killed Pitt, and Pitt is a, Pitt's a pretty solid team, um, and they they beat him up. Yes, they did. I, I, I think we both talked. Me and CP both were like, "We'll take Pitt in the points," and it, that was no. the wrong wrong side to be on. No, that was wrong. So that was that was one of the bigger. I don't know if that was the biggest. I guess Schroeder losing, but in a way, this that was the biggest one. Trumbull's the bigger. Yeah, one. that's that's more. That's oh, gonna yeah. have Trumbull yeah. impact on the on the landscape because that's just out of nowhere. Uh, and it was like, uh, I'm not even gonna say it. It's just more more legit. It's like I I don't I do not think Eric Barnett will ever beat Schroeder again personally. But like Trumbull, Ooh, that's shots fired by well, Christian at least, Miles. At least Listen, not I've been trying to get headlock. Eric Barnett. He's in tier. I want him into tier two. You guys kicked him out of all the tiers. I will not. I will not tolerate any more disrespect against my guy Eric Barnett. 
Well, I don't have anything against Eric Barnett, but it's like he just needs to not get majored by Malik Heinzelman for me to, you know, elevate him to where you want him to be. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah that, that, would, that would hurt his cause, wouldn't it? <laughs> it does. It did hurt his cause. And, and, and the fact that it happened hurts it even more. Yeah, so. Um, when, let me see, when does the, they wrestle again? Who? This weekend, Wisconsin? right? Badgers. Oh. Um, Badger talk. I'm sure they do. Let me look. Badger talk. Badger time. Did you ever have Badger Max, Ben? Uh, the, the famous sports track. I think maybe once. I think maybe no, once. They wrestle Nebraska um, this weekend. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh. So what's Ooh, there? So, is, so he'll get. Oh, and then they're not going to get Michigan the weekend after. He'll get Cronin. Right, Michigan's out. Yeah, Michigan's out. So he needs to get. He needs to beat uh, Liam of of Croton, and then he'll be back in the mix. Yeah. Um, wow, Penn State. They need to have a wrestling match. They need to stop I, ducking everybody. That is one of the, <laughs> oh, no boy. team has ever won NCAAs without go. wrestling a match. Oh, they're ducking people. Wow, that's a spin zone. Spin who, zone. Who, All right, so they're they're, they're supposed go. to wrestle Evans, Northwestern, Northwestern in Western. Indiana. Yeah, Saturday. Do it. And fingers crossed. Yeah, seriously. So they're gonna have two matches. Seriously. Yeah. I don't know how they're gonna make up all these matches though. Like, how's Michigan going to get they're these four not. matches back? They're, you're just not. Yeah, they're just not, right? Yeah. So, what's isn't there a minimum on auto choir for this year of, like, four matches? I bet they're going to reduce that. There's something going on there. I'm trying to figure it so out. So, I think you they're can... They're going to have to reduce it. You cannot wrestle at conferences and still get a wild card this year, I'm pretty sure. As long as you've wrestled what? four matches. I hate that. That I mean, should not be. It's just listen. You don't have to show up to nothing, but you gotta be at conferences to go to it's NCAAs. for COVID. I know it's for what COVID. What if you wrestled all year? You wrestled as many matches as you could. You got 15 matches in, and then you get contact traced. Although you know what? Why not? Or, if they're gonna let dudes roll up and take one second injury defaults and then medical forfeit out of the tournament, what's the difference? And I don't think it's gonna be a ton of people that do that. I mean, yeah. I think it's gonna be for people that actually. Need it. This is why you keep an open mind, Bracky. I changed yeah. my mind. You changed Good. it. Uh, if I can change, yeah, you can change. We all can change. We all can change. You gotta, man. If you knock out whichever Paul brother you're fighting, <laughs> you need to say. You need to have that speech. Are you gonna call someone out? Who are you gonna call out? Um, is there some you TikToker? Know. You never know. TikToker. I don't know. You got a YouTuber. Get a TikToker. I know. I never, I never been on TikTok. I, I don't even. I've never, literally, never been on it. Just knock Logan out. After I don't knock Jake out. Yeah, that would be. That would be. Is Logan? Are they the same size, or is like one smaller or Logan's bigger? Bigger. Well, I almost had to pin Logan in forty-five seconds, but he wouldn't do it. He got scared. You got. You got to fight bigger for sure. You got to fight Logan Paul, Jake Paul, then Chris Paul. Okay. <laughs> Chris Paul. Who's he? He is a he is a point guard NBA in the National Basketball, Basketball Association. Well, he can't he can't fight with the damn then. Not no, un, unlikely. He, he probably went to the uh, the the Nate Robinson school of, of boxing. <laughs> Sir, Nate Robinson was so embarrassing. That was pretty bad. <laughs> he was so bad. Like he never fought before his whole life. Yeah, it's po- pro- probably true. <laughs> I remember yeah. the press conference. He said, I'm here to dismiss myself as the greatest athlete of all time. <laughs> what? 
No, he did not. He said, said, are you serious? He said <laughs> almost ex- he said almost exactly he's like I'm one of the great he's like I'm the greatest athlete of all time or I'm one of the greatest athletes of all time. I'll find the quote, we'll wow. play it tomorrow. Are you I was like me? I was like, Nate, is that what you think this who told you that's what this fight is about? Uh oh. All right, let's what what's Jake have to say? Jake he, says, uh, it's official representing the UFC Mr. Napoleon Dynamite lookalike Ben Askren finally accepted the fight. He's a two-time NCAA champion, a world champion in two different global mixed martial arts organizations, and has less losses on his record than Conor McGregor. Yeah, I'm still going to knock him out faster than Masvidal did. Some MMA guys think because they throw punches, they know how to box. I shocked the world when I knocked out NBA superstar athlete. <laughs> That's a, that's a troll. <laughs> not, that's a troll. That is yeah, trolling now. Troll. Not a superstar, but some people still complain that he's not a real fighter because he's not. So now I'm giving the people what they want, but taking on a real fighter. After I add Ben to my knockout meme collection, what can anybody say? April 17th, 82 days. The countdown starts now. Be ready. Oh, my gosh. Oh. April 17th. Oh, yeah. Can, can, There's no can, wrestling April 17th. You guys are free. Can we come? We can cover it. Uh, I don't know that they're allowing people. I guess we'll see. Wait and see. <laughs> they're <laughs> allowing like, people. There's going to be people there. You're going. Well, you're... I mean, you're not going to be my coach or anything. So. Why not? I, you you were way too quickly I, dismissed the will, idea of me coaching I you. Dig, I will not dignify that as an, with an answer. Okay. All right. Well, maybe a, a, a mindset coach, you know? Who, who knows? Yeah. I liked how he said finally because the first time he challenged me, I said yes, and then he wanted to fight that wimp Dylan Dennis because Dylan Dennis is embarrassingly bad. Um, but I think Dylan Dennis was too scared or something, so then he had to fight me. Yeah, Dylan is not. They tried to get him to do like jujitsu, but I just don't think he likes any sort of actual competition. He just wants to be no f- yes. famous on the gram, which he he is. They that. did that clearly staged uh, thing where Dennis was just standing mm-hmm. outside and Jake Paul and his crew like. Throw behind, yeah. throw eggs at him. You think that was staged? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Come on, Christian. He doesn't know anything. Christian bought it. <laughs> he bought it, didn't he, Frank? Christian's it. like, wow, they knew exactly where he was going to be, and they were going to throw eggs at him. <laughs> Listen, this is, the, I don't know. That's how drive-bys happen. You find out he's going to be on this corner at this time, and then thankfully they didn't use nines. They, they threw whatever they threw at him, eggs or something? Yeah, eggs. I think, or was you know, it water balloons? I don't know. One of the two. Might have been water balloons. And as we know on the wire, it's, you can put anything in those water balloons. That's true. Oh, that was a, that was a good episode. But that man, that was. Now you got to be thinking about the wire and then Dookie. That is such a sad story. I know, poor ah, uh, poor Dookie. But you know what? He's yeah. he turns. He ends up being bubbles. He has a long hard life, but then he ends up on the other side of it. That's what I. That's what I tell myself. <sighs> okay, what the heck? Um, I. We're all over the place. We're all over the place. Well, it's Ben's fault. Well, I did not. Listen, listen, here's the deal. I thought I was doing an interview after this show about this, and then they were going to release it later in the day. No one, no one alerted me to this. Yes. Well, consider yourself alerted. That's what we're here for. We're here to help. Alerted. Yes. Okie doke. Um, Want to go to some. Christian actually alerted me. I was going on. uh, I was going on a tangent about how. You know how you're supposed to keep improving as a as a college athlete, and then Christian just starts punching Kyle, and then now we got. <laughs> we should just end the show. We're this after. It's not bad, Ben. It's great. People would probably think it's cool. Like we're there for your live reaction. You didn't even you didn't yeah. even know you were fighting him. 
to, to this point, you had no idea that was happening. I, I did know that. No, didn't you know didn't being, know, man. Did. You had no we idea. the news to you. You had no idea you okay. were going to fight. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You have, for all we know, someone has a conservatorship over you oh, and is yeah. able to sign you up for fights. Yeah. Just like you know Brittany. What? Um, Brittany is who Jake you know Paul what? is going to fight next. <laughs> Jake Paul. Yeah, I think that does he think Napoleon Dynamite was an insult because Napoleon Dynamite was an outstanding movie, which I really enjoyed. So I'm not all that offended by that that reference. Also, I saw Napoleon Dynamite in one fight, sort of, and he slapped Kip right in the face and and got away with it. <laughs> so I, I think you should say thank you. At least yeah. if he called you Kip, uh, that would be much worse. Yeah. That would be much worse. Kip was way worse than Napoleon. Napoleon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Napoleon was kind of like the hero of that movie because Uncle Rico, he was kind of a shitbag too. Um, <laughs> yeah, not an ideal man. uncle. Not an ideal uncle. Although an amazing athlete for sure. I actually just quoted Napoleon Dynamite the other day, and uh, I quoted it to my athletes I was coaching, but they're middle schoolers this time of year. They had no idea what I was talking about. Really? They're like, what, what you guys never seen Napoleon? They're like, what? What are you talking about? The 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 best quote of the movie. I could throw them. I could throw a football over them mountains. Oh man, I'm surprised they don't know that one. <laughs> they didn't know it. How much you want to make a bet? I can throw a football <laughs> over those mountains. <laughs> he throws a steak right. I let my kids watch that. Actually, they thought it was really funny. Okay. Well, there's no swearing or anything. No, it's Not good. Appropriate. It's appropriate. <clears throat> the the worst part, is only an appropriate part, is when Uncle Rico is selling the. <laughs> breast enhancement or whatever and he holds like two <laughs> pots over the starless chest or whatever her name was and then rex kwando comes in and beats him up in that moment uh that was <laughs> i think i actually fast forwarded to that part uh, but yeah other than that it's, it's a good movie okay mm. from uh question time even though ben's trying to end the show it's a great show weirdo great show if, from weathersfield wrestling wrestling that's how you say that word. If Iowa becomes the second team ever to get all 10 to AA along with 01 Minnesota, what else would they have to do to be considered the greatest team of all time? Well, I think you need you, – you get ten, well, the, the thing that that, that uh, Minnesota Dude. team didn't have was a national champion. Right. And Who considers that Minnesota team to be the greatest of all time? No one considers that. Yeah, no one has ever. No one. Uh, uh, they all live in Minnesota, the people that would maintain that. Yes, it is, a, is an amazing feat. It's not the greatest team of all time. It's not in the conversation. But I guess the the hypothesis, if they get all 10, we believe they're going to get some national champions, uh, at least one for sure, right? So, yeah. you well, know. The hard part, Christian, the hard part about this is you would you would normally just say, break the scoring record and you're the best of all time, right? But now it's like, it's going to be, it, it is, there's no way to argue this. Scoring points in the NCAA tournament this year is easier than, than in typical years because you're missing entire teams, entire good teams. Cordell, mm -hmm. for example, you're taking all of the points that would have gotten, got, getting, uh, gotten, and you're dispersing them uh, among other teams. Same mm -hmm. thing with Princeton, who would have had multiple Americans uh, and other teams. So, man, that makes it easier to score points. So it's it's, it's such a strange year. Because I yes I think I think in a traditional year Iowa could could break the scoring record with the team they have this year, but given circumstances, it's hard to say that they're the best ever. Yeah, I, I would have a hard time making such a declaration, and it's kind of weird to base 
if a team is a, one of the greatest teams of all time, you wouldn't just base it on NCAAs. It should be like the whole the whole season, yeah, right? That too. And one thing for me, the 2018, I don't even think this is necessarily the best Penn State team we've seen, but the 2018 team that beat that Ohio State super team, what, that, that is really impressive to me when you have to go through that to win mm, NCAAs yeah. against another super team. And that, was, that Ohio State team wins NCAAs. I know, I'm sorry, Ohio State fans, you can just cut it off right now. But that team wins NCAAs. Most years, yeah. like in the history of of Division One wrestling, that team wins like pretty much and every year. A lot of running, years running away, and then they ran into a juggernaut team, and the juggernaut team stepped up and made it happen. You're at the bow nickel, and I'm sorry if if I'm giving you guys a flare up here, but that that was really freaking impressive. Uh, yeah, it, those teams, those teams were so good, Christian. Both those teams, because when you think about the point scoring too, if you're tr- Ohio State scored really high. Like their point total would have beaten most most other champions. But then if you took away Penn State's points and think oh about how gosh. many more Ohio State would have scored, dude, they were so good. They were ridiculous. If you so Nomad did this article a while back, it focuses on the best seasons of all time, but it has a lot in here about what those teams did at NCAAs. And outside of breaking the scoring record, which um like the the eighty three team scored one hundred fifty five actual points, but that translates to one hundred seventy seven and a half now. Um, but those teams had nine All Americans. They had two different teams with nine All Americans, none lower than fifth, which is crazy. That's insane. And then they had four champions one year. So and then one year they won in nineteen eighty six. They won NCAA's by seventy three points. So, uh, oh my God. just like put ten on the podium. Win by a lot, and then I don't know how many champs do you need? Four or five, maybe? I think you, I think you gotta have like you. Do, I think you have to have more than yeah, two champs. Multiple champs. Yeah. You need like three. Yes. You need like five in the finals. Yeah. To well, enter be, that you know what the other the other what if thing is we don't know what we still don't know what this Penn State team is gonna be like. Um, is Kirk Levitt gonna be what we imagine? Is he gonna be really really good? Is Soroki gonna be what we like? And not like. Not in two years or three years, like this year. Are they going to be what we think they are? Is Robbie Howard going to be really good? Is Bill Bartlett going to be really good? Like, there's all these what ifs mm-hmm. around Penn State. And I, Brady I think, Berge, I think Joe I Lee, really, what are we getting out of those guys? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, and and not that I think Penn State's going to upset Iowa. What I'm saying is, like, you know, again, strength of opposition when you're talking about all time greats, that matters. Yes, I agree. And think about their team. Um, Man, think of looking back at Penn State teams. There are 2017 lineup: Nick Soriano, George Carpenter, Jimmy Goulabon, Zane Rutherford, Jason Alfin, Chinzo Joseph, Mark Hall, Bo Nickel, Matt McCutcheon, Nick Nevels. That's a pretty freaking stacked team there. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Um, I got derailed by the question. But Someone okay. asked in Facebook uh, if Iowa Chad signs. Iowa does AA all ten will have a COVID asterisk. I don't think so. Well, the, yeah, the other thing that we don't know, and we're not going to know, is how many people are going to miss the NCAA tournament. Like, who's going to get freaking quarantined a week before? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what yeah, if I guess it's that Gable? What if it, it's yeah. Spencer? What if it's? Light I mean, tongue. there's so many things that could happen. I, I listen. 
Dude, I'll knock on wood. I'm knocking on wood here. You're not superstitious. Someone's getting someone's no I'm not. Someone's getting quarantined. Just there's 330 athletes that make the NCAA tournament. The chances that nobody gets quarantined is so small. Yeah. So small. Like, yeah. let's be real about this. These guys, and it's like, you know, I know how not to, I know how to not get them quarantined. It'd be really easy, Christian. Don't get them tested. But the NCAA is <laughs> not gonna go for that. They're gonna test the crap out of these dudes. <laughs> someone's getting quarantined. Yeah, I agree. It's it, You're it, probably it, right. I guess my point I mean that there shouldn't be an asterisk is even with all the Ivy Leagues and the teams that aren't competing this year, all ten guys are ranked all American. Like they're not just uh yes. in the conversation being all American because like teams aren't competing or a bunch of guys aren't in weights or guys are red shirting or stuff like that. Like they're legit all American guys that and a bunch of them have already placed before. I don't think people will asterisk this year other than it will be said, yeah, that was the crazy COVID year. But you look at Iowa's lineup, and no one's going to look at that lineup and be like, yeah, if it wasn't for the weird COVID season, that team's not winning. Right? Like, they have such a stacked team, whereas if you look at, I don't know. They should have won last year. Yeah, they well, should have won. Hold on. But the other thing is we don't really have to um, guess here because essentially we're going to see the same thing next year. Aren't we? Uh, I would. There's, there's no eligibility this year. I was gonna roll out roughly the exact same team next year, unless they likely. get someone better at say, fifty-seven or eighty-four. Maybe they could upgrade there, but otherwise they're rolling out the same damn team. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good point. The only difference will be the Ivies will be back in the mix. Yeah. And and any true freshmen who are graduating this year that would wrestle and have an impact, which that's probably a pretty small lit. Um, yeah, pretty small list. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, next one. Do, do, do. Which of the crew would be the most successful competitive eater? My guess would be Ben, given his love of food, but I was wondering if there are any dark horses in there. I feel like I can't consume large quantities at a single time. I just like, I just love to eat, which is my issue. Why I get heavier when I'm not like watching it. Uh, but I don't feel like I can do large quantities at one time. I feel That's like cracky, I think I well, I am a very fast eater. I eat insanely fast, but I don't uh, I don't think I put that much away really any more than that. So I don't know. It's definitely not me. It's not Bracky. Bracky's com- competitive is that he can eat anything at any time of yeah. day. He'll walk in at 730, crack open a monster and eat some Chex Mix like it's uh the breakfast Which I might have uh, allegedly done this morning. Might have allegedly done. There's no way to prove it. There's no pictures, so we don't know. Right. But um, I'm a very slow eater. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next question. What are we seeing? Which that doesn't make sense. Um. <laughs> maybe. Let Got anything for us? Come on, Piles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the delay. I'm sorry for the delay. Uh, do you guys like classed individual tournament or unclassed? Uh, also, which holds what more weight mean? for college coaches? So, like, uh, if states have, like, three different classifications. Like, how many does Wisconsin mm. have? Got how many does Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin has three. Um, Wisconsin has three. And I would say, here's my opinion. I think that the, the one, one division states which there are not that many indiana new jersey california etc 
I mean, it's cool to have one state champion, but at the same time, I think it's really negative for their college recruiting perspective. Um, I think there's a lot of kids that get lost in those states because they're, some of their weight classes are so deep. Um, and you look at, you know, like Pennsylvania's got two. And I, I would say two to three is probably ideal based on your population. If you go out west, there's some of these states that are low population. They have five. I think that's really bad. I, I would, you know, I would say a two or three would probably be ideal. And I think I think there should be some, at least some level of separation. I mean, you think about I, mean, I just think about Virginia's crazy. Six is just absolutely absurd and stupid. But two or three makes a lot of sense when you've got little schools with you know less than a hundred kids in it versus some of these Northern Virginia schools with thousands and thousands. Like they should mm-hmm. they should have to go through the same path to be state champions. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Six is too Wait. crazy. Yeah. But, I thought they had seven. I thought they had seven in Virginia, not six. Well, seven if you count private. That counts. Count it. Seven. That's embarrassing. That's way too many. Horrible. It wasn't. It was not that way when I was coming. It was three. It was nice. And then yeah, solid. Right, like the last year, I think I coached. We went to six, which it, honestly it didn't impact the smaller schools as much. But it, like it really broke up. A lot of schools got away from like Christiansburg and. It, definitely changed like the three A to six A. I don't even know what is contained in those, but um, <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. But Buffalo gap to me is like the classic, like small school, high school. And even it was not in the single A class because it had like 500 and some people like it was even it's double A, which is so strange Damn. to me. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, which college? So, wait, so what, what's your ideal? What's your ideal? Give me your ideal and correct you too. I'd say, I mean, I, honestly, it depends on the state, but I think yeah. for Virginia, I think three. Two or three, yeah. I kind of like no class for individual state tournament. You have no class, sir. And then <laughs> if, like you, that. if you want to do like a team dual state, then you put them in classification so you don't have, like Christian was saying, yeah. schools with thousands of kids going up, schools with hundreds. I like that. I like that as an option. Uh, some like Virginia doesn't have dual states. Yeah, some states don't. West Virginia doesn't either. I think they're recently trying to get one organized, but um, we have two classes. And and it's interesting because in every other sport, it's three. They actually combine the two smallest uh, for wrestling. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I think that's all I have spotted. <clears throat> with what my... about what about this one, Tony? Tony Meister, if Seabass wins Big Tens at 141, do you think you go up to 149 next year to try to be a four-time Big Ten champion at four different weight classes? Has, no one's Has that done ever that, been done? Ever, right? There's no, no way. way. There's done. no way anyone no did way. it at four different weights, yeah. yeah. No, no chance. I mean, there's there's not even that many four-time Big Ten champs to begin with. Dude, how freaking awesome is Seabass? He's so good. <laughs> he, wins, he beats Spencer Lee at 125. He goes up, beats Seth Gross and RBY at 133. I mean, no. can you guys think of anyone besides Kyle Dake who's went up and had success at that many different weight classes? I can't really even think of anybody else. Just LJ Helbig. <laughs> other than him, no. I mean, Bo Nickel did three, but four is so rare. So rare. Yeah. Who else did? I guess David only had two. Ed Ruth only had two. Quentin yeah. Wright. Quentin Wright, he placed at he 74. Three. Placed at 74, he won 184, he won 197. But went at three different weights, Big Tens? He did not. Well, it started at 74. 
but he didn't. Oh, I'm, I'm just starting. I'm just I'm stating like high level success. Or wait, did no, he I'm won just, Big Ten. I'm just freshman. saying like yeah. successful. I'm not saying Big Ten championship. Like anyone, any any conference success at that many different weights. Like there's very few people who have three. There's almost nobody. I mean, besides Kyle Dake, who's got four weight classes under the belt? Um, just in terms of success at four weights, like I, let's say like all American or close to all American. Yeah, I think I Bo. Can't think of anybody. Bo's the closest with three of, of yeah. high level. I can't think of anyone else who's done four weight classes with with success. There's probably a name I'm missing or someone from the '90s or whatever. I'm forgetting, but I'm, I can't think of anyone. Yeah, um, that, you know Jordan Oliver. So Jordan Oliver, 33, and then up to 49. He did the he did the rare double skip, mm-hmm. right? He yeah. said, "Forget 41. I'm going 49." You don't see that very mm-hmm. often. Um, cause he was career 33, right? He never, yeah. and then just for his senior year, he said, whoop. whoop, let me, okay. All right. Let's get the heck out of here. We did it. Sorry for that breaking news. I, I did not. I, I literally thought it was happening this afternoon. Whatever, yeah. dude. I know it's better this way. It's cool. <laughs> I, I thought it was great. We got to read it. You got to see your reaction to finding out that someone signed you up to fight Jake Paul. Was it Jake? Yeah. <laughs> Jake Paul. Are you yes. going to go yell at someone for breaking that? Yeah. Are you going to yell at Ariel? Yeah, you could go off on Ariel. I'm going to flip out on him. Hey, you <laughs> tell him we scooped him on it. Just don't, tell him we were Scoop first. And he needs to credit us. Credit FRL. Hey, credit to you for listening because that was all over the place. But I think it was fine, right? It was fine. You'll listen. You'll listen tomorrow. I know you will. Um, and we are so thankful for that. And we will be back tomorrow, Wednesday. Hope you guys have a great Tuesday. Um, and that's all I have to say. Goodbye. Peace.